Hey, hey, good evening. Welcome to the Ladies View podcast and show. This is your host, Celine Montijo. With me is my co-host, Heather. Are you on the line? Heather is present and accounted for. <laughs> all right, all right. Good to hear. So how are you doing this Sunday evening? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Gearing up for my Monday. Yep, How about you? Yep. Same here. Same here. And our other co-host Jillian has joined us. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Very good. Jill, you Thank sound you. nice and chipper and upbeat tonight. <laughs> um, that's called Starbucks. <laughs> oh my goodness. I should have definitely grabbed one before. Venti me, please. Venti me, please. My chocolate mocha. Right? <laughs> Ladies, can you believe that we are already wrapping up with February? Mm, wow. I'm telling you. I, Spring I know. is upon us. Yes. Well, that's exciting. That's what I am waiting for, you know? But yeah, you know, with uh, spring and all comes graduation, prom. Okay. dances, parties, and a lot of other expenses, right? <laughs> right. That's what it is, expenses. Yeah, that's, sure is expensive. That's really what it is. Now, I have my son who will be graduating from high school. Jill, your daughter will be graduating from high school as well. Yeah, she will be. Oh, my God. And how's the prom shopping? Let's not scare anyone with how much you spend on the dress. But <laughs> um, well, you know what? I'm actually happy that I'm done. You good, know, good. Usually, the color that she wanted was yellow, and that's so hard to find. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy they were done because she just went with her friend this weekend, and she said that all the dresses that she went to like three or four stores, she did not even really like the dresses. So I'm wow. so happy. So, so I the that price wasn't that bad, but it wasn't <gasps> bad. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I hear that. So everyone who's going to prom this year is already, especially the girls, the ladies are already doing that shopping and getting those dresses. You know, it's a lot easier for boys. I think we can all agree on that. So it's definitely smart for these girls to go out there and start their prom shopping as soon as possible. Yeah. I oh think so. Yeah, I absolutely. The boys so, got it right. easy. They could even rent a suit. Right, right, exactly. That's probably what my son will be doing. <laughs> Last well, <minute>. they do. <laughs> they do actually have where the girls can rent the dresses as well. Yeah, but you know, girls are a lot picky. They don't want to do that, right? Right, <laughs> especially you know the the thing is that with the boys, it's just really you know either two three piece suit, and they're all similar in some way. You mm-hmm. know, it's just maybe a different color, but for the most part, the style. If you're wearing a suit, you can wear a tuxedo, the suit, the penguin suit. You know, it's all similar. I think with girls, it's about the length and how tight the top. You know, the color, the nails, the shoes, a lot. The hair, the, hair, <laughs> the makeup, the hair, makeup. Yes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So it's pretty wise to you know get started on that now. Yeah. So I mean, you know, even back when we were in pro- going to prom, right? I right, mean, it was the same right. Thing for us, yep, it you sure know, was. My daughter is only graduating from eighth grade but let me tell Mm -hmm. you her expenses are high too now (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness I can imagine and you know and this is just the beginning graduation is just you know the end of a chapter and on to one would hope a bigger and greater one you know but you know college and education not only is it expensive but it's a must it's necessary and our kids need to get educated. Would you all agree? I agree. 150%. Yeah. You know, and I don't know 
how people who, you know, what is their secret for someone who maybe drops out of high school and doesn't go to college or what the case is. But I think that, um, Jill, you had a story for us on Jennifer Lawrence, I believe, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I heard. Um, so the, she had an interview with 60 Minutes um, actually today. But okay. they had um, talked about um, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, that she actually dropped out of middle school at the age of 15, 14. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, as she was a child, you know, she kind of like had the idea of she kind of like knew that she wanted to become an actress. So, um, she, you know, she was going to school. Can you hear us, Jill? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry. You sounded a little uh, muffled there. But you go ahead. You said she had the idea that she was going to be an actress. And is that why she dropped out? Yeah. So, yeah, she said, um, well, she was saying that she knew that she wanted um you know, she always, I guess when she was younger, she always was like, you know, at, you know, at home, like always acting, dressing up. And so mm-hmm, she felt mm-hmm. like she always, um, hello? She was, yeah, she, we're here. So she felt like she, she was meant for that pretty much. Yeah. So she actually wanted, so she actually wanted to drop out and she wanted to pursue her dream as becoming an actress. So she claimed that she never felt, she never, she claimed that she never even felt smart in school. Oh, no. Yeah, she just felt like school wasn't for her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You should see my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, I get it. This girl dropped out. I don't. This girl dropped out at (laughs) 14 to pursue her dream of being an actress. Right. And her parents were okay with this. No, they weren't. Thank you. Yeah, no, she said that her parents gave her a very hard time. And it, you know, she, they were like, no, what are you doing? You know, everyone has, you know, you have to go to school to get an education. And she just felt like, no, she just kept begging them like to take her to New York. She wanted to go. Yeah. She was begging them to do all kind of, you know, like kind of like act. She didn't even do acting classes or anything. She just was begging them to go to the big, you know, like to Hollywood, take her to New York. And uh, so she was a natural actress then. Like she, you said she didn't really take much acting school or classes. And now Jennifer Lawrence is, I think, if not one, but the highest paid actress in the world, right? It, she is. She actually she is, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Okay, what did you say? No, I, I was saying, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, she had what the Hunger Games and she's been in other movies, yeah. Silver Lining and American Hustle. Oh, my goodness. This girl is and on she's got fire. Upcoming, upcoming movies on the X-Men. It comes out in November. Yes, yes. X-Men. Right, she's right. Yes, yeah, she is a high. She grosses over five point five million. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. I Me think too. That she's fantastic. You know, I, I've, I've liked to see her transitions, you know, from when she first started in Hollywood to where she is now. But the truth of the matter is dropping out is not ideal. No, it's not. And she's oh, very not. lucky that this worked for her. Absolutely. Because, you know, that's especially in Hollywood. It does not work for everyone. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Oh, my. That's just crazy. And I'm just like, wow, that the fact that you can even legally do that, drop out of middle school. Yeah. Really? She also technically she also she doesn't have a um, GED or a diploma. She's self-educated. Yeah, she's self-educated. She never reading books at home. Reading books and just, yeah, and just kind of like, kind of like learning on her own. So yep. does she know how to read and write and 
well, we would hope, she, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, she said that when she gets like the scripts, she just like catches on so quick. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, so she's she meant for like, this. She's meant oh, for this. That's, that's what, what it is, you know. Yeah, exactly. And she got very lucky because this was her calling. And that's how she felt. She felt like this was her calling because um, she mm. just felt like she struggled through school. She never felt very smart. But when it came to a script, she felt like she knew exactly what she wanted and what yeah. to do with it. Well, good for her. I'm glad that it's working out for her. And, you know, kids out there do not do what she does or what she did, rather, you know, because that there's no guarantee. I mean, education is so important. And while you're, you know, pursuing plan A, you know, your plan, you got to have a plan B, because especially when you're going out to Hollywood, it's so competitive. You know, that industry is just a crazy one in itself. So it is. just, it you is. know, let's just yeah. be careful and know that education is always important. Mm-hmm. I know people now who have all these dreams of being, you know, in the industry. Mm-hmm. And the term starving artists, right. that's the truth. It is. They work very, very hard. They get paid very, very little. Right. A lot of them have full-time jobs. Some of them can't have full-time jobs because they want to make sure that they're available for auditions. And audition right. can come at a moment's notice. Yes. You could get a call from your agent at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and, hey, I need you to be here in two hours. Right, right. That's it's... just the way that it works, you know. Mm-hmm. But to Celine's point, yeah. any children out there who are listening – Please do not drop out. No, not out of grade school or high school. No. That's just, you know. I say, like, if you're in school and you're, you know, you're kind of auditioning during school, you know, if you take a day off or two, that's okay. Because, you know, this is is a chance that, you know, could happen for you. Right, right. You don't drop out of school not knowing if you're going to make it or not. Right. Exactly. It's very risky. Yeah, my daughter, she's, like, into the acting and. She she actually wants to go to college in like California, somewhere like mm-hmm. in the West Coast, because she know that's kind of like where it's at. But right. you know, I told her you continue school, you do your photo shoot or whatever you got to do, but you still make time. You know, school's number one first. Yeah, until, right. Until you get a contract or something happens, then yes. we can talk about that. Right. Right. I agree agree. with that. You know, and you know, I'm seeing you know even in recent years how there are actors and athletes who have decided that they wanted to go back later mm-hmm. and pursue a degree. Now, obviously most of these people have high school diplomas and some of them have even gone to college, you know, but they want to pursue that degree because they know how invaluable having that piece of paper is. Um, yeah. So, so okay, let's move on to our next topic. Now, Heather, you had some information on gymnastics the u.s gymnastics is that right i do i do and it's it's a story that we discussed uh on a previous podcast but we know that dr larry nasser ended up doing time actually he will be behind bars for the rest of his life for the Mm -hmm. uh sexual abuse of hundreds Of young women that were, you know, on the USA gymnastics team for a number of years. Now, this weekend, I ran across a story and you guys may be familiar with the Carolis, Bella and Martha Caroli, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they were top gymnastics coaches for years in the United States. Okay. So what what I'm finding out is that they knew about the abuse. 
Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, they definitely knew about the abuse. Now, there are women who are who have come out and said they have lifelong injuries. They are suffocating uh, with, you know, uh, anxiety and debilitating eating disorders because they are the victims of abuse from Bella and Martha. Wow. And not Man. physical abuse, not sexual abuse, what, but mental? emotional and oh my mental, goodness. emotional abuse. And some of them were saying, is this why they let Dr. Nasser stay on the team for so many years? Because he would allow them to compete with broken ankles, with broken wrists. Wow. What? Yes. Yes. Wow. And they train hard in gymnastics. They too. Yeah, they, they train too. they train very, very hard. And as you know, most of them have their growth stunted. And mm-hmm. that's because of the hard training. Wow. Yes. Absolutely. You know, so it's really unfortunate. And what happens is when you're chosen for this USA gymnastics team, what they would do is send you to the ranch. Mm-hmm. That was Bella and Martha Crowley's compound in Texas, okay. where there was no cell phone service, where there was little food for them to eat. Honestly. And how it, long were they in there for? For years. For oh, years. yeah. They practiced for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for, for years. That's where, that's where they lived. That's where they trained for years. Uh, okay. But so they, while they're doing training, and I, I, I guess I just need clarification on this. What about school? What about their everyday living? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Was Did that all take place at those camps? Like, you know, the, were they homeschooled? Homeschooled. Or? Yeah, a number uh, yeah. of them get homeschooled. So even now, like, you know, on a more local level, my daughter... My, my my little nine-year-old daughter mm-hmm. is very, very passionate about gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So we, for a long time, you know, we were deciding whether we wanted to get her involved and we were going back and forth because of the, you know, the stunting of growth of the hard right. training hours, you know. Right. And so we got her involved in a school out here near us where it is a training school where they will train you for competition. Okay. But you have to you have to think that once they start getting to that level, they're starting to train for three and four hours a day. Right. Right. Wow. That does cut into their schoolwork. It cuts into their homework. Right. It will. Even even for athletes who don't train three or four hours a day, they still compromise. They do. When it comes to that, so you have to think being chosen for a USA gymnastics team. When do you have time to go to school? Right. Yeah. You don't. Oh my goodness. You don't. Wow. And they endured so much, those girls living there, being mentally, physically abused. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. emotionally, how, mm-hmm. wow, that, that's a lot, that's well, a lot to take in. Don't they it's live, hundreds of these girls. Don't they live like, sometimes they live like with people they don't even know, right? They do. They'll have host families and they will go to, you know, and people who can facilitate and who have the financial means to be able to help them. Now, obviously, once these girls get big, you know, these people get a kickback of some sort and that's understood, but they will house the girls. They will make sure that they get their education. And most of the time it is through homeschooling, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, they will also make sure that these girls are getting to the trainings that they need. And that these trainings are paid for. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a pretty big deal. And what they were saying in this article that I was reading is that these girls were starved. They were body shamed. Mm. And again, like mm. I mentioned a few minutes ago, they were with broken bones, other injuries, uh, and their diets and the extreme training put stress on their bodies, which oftentimes delayed their puberty. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. This, and yes. so now none of this was ever reported to the parents or someone else. And I mean, I can't say someone else in authority because at that mm-hmm. point it's hard to trust someone in, you know, in a, a position of authority, if you're being abused by your coaches, but I would think mm-hmm. that they would report this to the parents and ask to come home, but that wasn't mm-hmm. the case. Why do you think that is? I don't fully believe that, Celine. To be perfectly honest with you, and as we heard with the Larry Nassar situation, some of these parents did know what was happening. Wow. Yeah, that's that makes it but even when you, more sad. Exactly. But when you're in a situation, you know, and these parents really need some help, you're in a situation where your child going to potentially become a millionaire and be on the USA Gymnastics team and have the opportunity to, you know, gold and silver medals and then go on to get endorsements. You know, yeah. what were the, some of the most popular endorsements back in the day? And it still probably is, is being on the box of Wheaties. Right, right. Right. Or getting an endorsement through Nike or Reebok. And this is what these parents want for their children, but they're blinded by that success. Oh my goodness, yeah. the thirst is real, even for the parents. Right. They should be ashamed of themselves. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they yeah. Though? I don't even think I... that ha- Hello? I'm here. <laughs> I think we lost Jillian. <laughs> but yeah, what a very, very sad story that is. And again, you know, shame on those parents. I, as a parent, could never see myself doing something like that to my kids. Never. Right. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's really unfortunate that not only were the parents allowing this, but these people that they trusted, Bella and Martha Caroli. Now, again, they're saying that these claims are false. But if everyone's complaining, yeah, you, you have to believe that there's some truth to it. Right. No, I believe it is. You- we live in such a wicked world and you can't put nothing past one, not even, right. you know, someone's appearance that, who you're supposed to trust. And, you know, it, it's a very sad, a very unfortunate case. It is. Absolutely. Um, but what I think that is going to happen at this point is that they are going to start some, you know, more in-depth investigations, um, you know, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Bella and Martha, they are refusing to comment, which I mean, isn't that par for the course whenever you're accused of something? Of course. But they are going to start some more investigations. I believe that one of the girls filed a lawsuit against them, you know, and they, it, it, unfortunately, it needs to be brought down. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And we need to change just um, gymnastics and training as a whole. I just think that we as parents tend to trust our these coaches too easily. You know, and every day we hear of a new story of a coach abusing an athlete. And mm-hmm. we, we need to be more careful with that. Yeah. yeah, we do. We have to we have to love our children more than we love this money. Right. And yeah. one of the girls said that we were treated like a business plan. Wow. And I, I believe see that. that. I, I believe yes, that wholeheartedly. I, mm-hmm. I believe it wholeheartedly. She said that being hungry was just a part of her life. Oh my God. <sighs> listen, listen to what she would eat. A typical breakfast was a measure a measured amount of dry cereal. Lunch consisted of tuna and a few crackers, and dinner was a small portion of chicken and broccoli. Wow. Wow. 
And she, she wasn't even drinking water because she said she didn't want to gain weight. And she took laxatives daily for six years. What? What? Yes. Yes. Wow. So at that point, you're pretty much malnourished. Anything that you, you took in, you're it's going right back out that same <laughs> night. You yes. know? Yeah. That is crazy. Within the same hour, you have to think, right? Wow. So there's no opportunity for, you know, anything to stick to your bones. And puberty was something that they feared. Wearing a bra was taboo for them. Wow. Wow. You know, so if we look at these girls on TV and we see that, you know, they look like little boys, that's because yeah. that's how their bodies are formed. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. strong and they really don't have too much like form, you know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And now you're taking me into a different world that I knew nothing about. You know, I mm-hmm. never knew that this was happening and that this is what happens behind the scenes. But yet the only thing that we're exposed to is the USA gymnastics and just, you know, the gymnastics um, are on and, you know, whatever the case may be, we're watching, you know, everything in lights, everything looks good, but these girls have suffered behind the scenes. They have to, they to have, put so. on a show. And she was mm-hmm. very right when she said that she was being treated like a business plan, because that's exactly what it was. Yeah. For our yeah. entertainment. Right. Exactly. That's what it is. It's for the money. It's for our entertainment. And my heart definitely goes out to them. And aside from the physical abuse, yeah. think about the years of emotional trauma. Yep. Think about that. And how debilitating that can be and how hard it would be for someone to be able to move forward. It's going to be extremely hard for these young ladies, especially, yeah, especially if they wished, you know, to move forward, get married, start a life. Imagine the fear that has been instilled in them um, when they have kids now, you know, right? and they won't even know how to treat their children. Maybe, I don't know. It's just a lot of damage there that has been done, I feel. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and gymnastics is, is a sport where you get constantly pressured, right? Constantly pressured. You know, you're pressured from your peers, you're pressured from your coaches, your judges, you know, to not get fat or stay lean because it helps them, you know, enhance their performance. Right. Right. Um, But I'm still, I'm still interested, obviously, and I'll still follow it. I mean, there's different claims coming each day so i'm sure that this won't be the last time that we'll hear about this but the lady yes. is going to wrap up this podcast for tonight we'd like to thank everyone for joining us you can find us on these you show twitter at the ladies you tv and instagram at the ladies you our website is www.theladiesu.com again we thank you guys for joining us and you enjoy the rest of your sunday thank you good night good night Bye.